Hey everybody. So today I'm going to talk about the most popular books that have been published in the first half of 2021 from January to June. I got this idea because I was doing my mid-year book freakout tag or whatever and I found this section of Goodreads where I could see what like the most people were excited about that were coming out and it basically gave a long long I don't know how long it goes on I stopped at 100 but it gives like this long list of books that are expected to be released in each month and I'm very excited about it and so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do the books that I'm excited about or the books that I'm interested in based on the books that have come out between June or January and June and then I think I might look from July to December and then see about those or maybe wait until the end of the year and see about those. I'm not really sure, but either way, I just um, thought that this was like a really helpful correlated list and I was very excited to see some of these books. Some of these books I already have read or I've seen or some of these books I have never even heard of and it was like very exciting and I was like, oh my god, why hasn't anybody talked about this? So I hope that this gives you a great idea of some new release books to read. All of these books have been released in the last six months sometime, so they should be fresh on the shelves. They are probably on hold at the library, so you're probably going to have to get in line. But um, these are what's new, what's hot, and I just thought it would be fun to share the ones that I found. Obviously, I'm catering this to my taste. I think at the beginning, I was going through some historical fictions, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this because I don't care about historical fiction, so I kind of stopped sharing those. But, um, you know, these are this is what I'm most interested in, or these are the opinions I have about these books or whatever so um well here we go okay so January the wife upstairs by Rachel Hawkins came out I read this I read it quickly it was very it was like a page turner but I did not like it it's a Jane Eyre retelling that's exactly the same as Jane Eyre so I don't think you need to waste your time the push by Ashley Audrain I read this and I thought it was great it's about a mom who doesn't have an attachment to her daughter and her daughter is a little bit psycho I definitely recommend this book Next one is Lore by Alexandra Bracken. I have not read this one yet, but it's on my TBR. The cover is stunning. It's white with gold writing and it's got like Medusa on the cover and it looks like any other Greek historical fiction situation. I didn't like Circe because it felt like historical fiction and I haven't read any other books like this because of that, but I really desperately want to. That's what Ariadne is, so I really want to like them, um, but I just haven't read another one yet. The next is Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas. I read this. It was fantastic. I think that you should read both. If you have not read The Hate You Give, I think you should read that and then read Concrete Rose because it is fantastic. Outlawed by Anna North. This is historical fiction, so it's kind of been cast aside in my mind. Anytime I see um, a year, like 1868 in the synopsis, especially if it starts with one, like if it's like 2000 something, I'm like, whatever. But if it's like 18, 19, whatever, I'm out. I immediately know this book is not going to be for me. And if historical doesn't bother you, this looks fun. It's about women outlaws who are seen as witches because they can't have kids. And so they have this like outlaw gang and it looks really fun, but it's just not for me. The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. is historical fiction, I'm sure it's beautiful. It's about two male slaves in the deep south who are in love and then they get caught. Detransition Baby by Tori Peters. It sounds all kind of messy and I'm really sorry, but like 
No. Um, it's about this couple, Reese and Amy, and Amy detransitions to Ames, and then he gets another woman pregnant, and then the three of them, like, he's trying to figure out how the three of them can be a family, and it's like, eek. A Thousand Ships by Natalie Haynes is marked as historical fiction, but I'm marking it as I want to read because it's in a similar vein to lore and those kind of books. It's a retelling about the Trojan Trojan War. I don't really know anything about the Trojan War, but it just sounded good. A Vow So Bold and Deadly by Bridget Camerer. This is the third book in a series called A Curse So Dark and Lonely. I have the first one on my TBR. It seems like your standard Beauty and the Beast retelling. We'll see if I ever get around to it. I don't know. You Have a Match by Emma Lord. I really, really love Tweet Cute, but this was like womp womp. It was a little like The Parent Trap, but it was very snoozy. The X Talk by Rachel Lynn Solomon. This is Enemies to Lovers. This was Fun Times. Bloodline by Jess Laurie is a thriller inspired by real events. There's this journalist who it seems to me is in like this true crime interest sort of thing and she moves to a new town with her family and it's deadly. I won't be reading this because the spooky vibes are way too much. It seems very scary to me Um, but if that's your thing there you go. Shipped by Angie Hackman. This is Enemies to Lovers again and this was also great. Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Melinda Lowe. This is historical fiction. It's about two women in Chinatown in the 50s and they're in love and it's not safe for them to be in love. Black Buck by Matteo Ascaripor. This looks interesting. It's about a black man who gets into this company by happenstance and then he works to make himself this like ruthless salesman and he gets he's like trying to get other doors open for other black men. A blurb said something about like fans of Wolf of Wall Street would like this and I've seen it floating around Bookstagram so I'm curious. The Invitation by V. Keeland. This is a no right off the bat. I almost always refuse to read books with hot ass men on the cover because I know that these books are going to be lame. Like cheesy smutty books just don't do it for me. Before She Disappeared by Lisa Gardner. This is a mystery and it's on my TBR but I actually think I'm going to take it off because it kind of sounds boring. It's about a woman who solves a missing or is trying to solve a missing person's case when no one else will but she's a recovering alcoholic and it gives me girl on the train vibes. So I'm going to pass. Like it's like an unreliable narrator kind of situation. The Last Garden in England by Julia Kelly. This is historical fiction. And to be honest, this book looks so boring that I didn't even read the synopsis because, sorry. People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd. This is a thriller I've seen floating around, but I wasn't super interested, but I'm interested now. It's about this woman who is like an Instagram mom influencer and she's dealing with toxic social media problems and stuff and like her marriage is kind of crumbling because of her success and I am in... The Girls I've Been by Tess Sharp. This sounds wild. It's a young adult book about a daughter of a con artist who flees her mom. She's like kind of hiding and then she gets into a situation and there's like this robbery at a bank. Um, and I guess like she has to like reveal who she is or something. I'm very curious about this. If I Disappear by Eliza Jane Brazer is a mystery that sounds fun but also like everything else. There's this girl who loves true crime podcasts and her favorite podcast host goes missing and she tries to find her and I'm sure it's good. It's going to stay on my TBR. I hope if I go missing, one of you looks for me. Okay, thanks. 
And then the last one is Amari and the Knight Brothers by B.B. Alston. I'm really confused about this book because it seems and looks very similar to Legendborn by Tracy Dion. And it's about a family member who is tied to like a bunch of Merlin shit and they have to figure it out. And I'm kind of confused why nobody's talking about how similar they are. It looks like they are very, very similar except this one is like middle grade and Legendborn is like young adult. So out of all the January books, I'm very excited about lore. I, uh, I'm excited about anything that's Greek mythology, but then I don't actually like sit myself down and read it. So whatever. I'm interested in Black Buck by Matteo Ascaripor. Um, I think it looks fun and I've heard it was very good. People Like Her by Ellery Lloyd, I think is probably like thriller and like very fun, like mommy blog sort of situation. And then The Girls I've Been Before by Tess Sharp, where she is like in hiding from a con artist situation, I think sounds super, super fun. Also side note, um, we are right next to the pool in our hotel room and it is where I plan on spending my entire day, but the sun is not over the pool yet. So I'm not down there. That's the only reason. So I was like, I'll just keep, I'll just record my podcast. Um, but if you can hear children or screams or people talking, it's because they're literally right outside the window. So anyway, February, we have The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna, and I've already made up my thoughts about this. Like, I've made everything perfectly clear. It's about the Dust Bowl. It's about the freaking Dust Bowl. From here on out, I'm just going to keep completely skip all the historical fiction because we know that I will not be reading it. A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Moss. That was a big old DNF from me. It was a freaking brick in all I have 800 pages or something, and it was just about Nesta dealing with her bullshit, and it was boring, and no. The Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. It sounds very scary, so that's out. It gives me New Mutants vibes, which I just watched that movie at my brother's. And, like, we go over there every Monday for movie night. And um, I left halfway through. I was like, nope, not for me. Have a good night. Because I got scared. So this sounds like that. And no thank you. The Witch's Heart by Genevieve Gonerichi. I don't know. It's about a witch who falls in love with Loki from Norse mythology. I love that. I love Loki. I love Norse mythology. Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. I read it. I loved it. This Close to Okay by Lisa Cross Smith. I've seen this all over Bookstagram. It's about this therapist who sees a man who's about to jump off a bridge and she takes him home and she tries to provide him with like comfort and safety. Um, I kind of feel like this is a book that could make me cry and it's been a while. So let's go. The Echo Wife by Sarah Galley. I DNF this book because of this weird pregnancy hating storyline, but I've seen that it's good-ish and it kind of, I don't know, it's about this woman who marries, it's about this woman whose husband marries um, a clone of her, like they get divorced and he marries the clone, he like leaves her for the clone, maybe I'll try it again, I don't know. Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Casamano, fantastic, read it, stop listening to this podcast and go read it. The Kindest Lie by Nancy Johnson. I have this book. I need to read it pronto. It's about a woman who at one point gave a baby up for adoption and then like in the future is settling down with her husband and she wants to start having a family and what that means. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. I've never, I've never been one that's wanted to give a baby up for adoption or have an abortion or anything like that. I'm obviously like very pro, like do whatever the fuck you want to do. I've just, that's never been for me. Like I'm, give me all the babies. I will take any, nobody wants to give me one, but I will take all of them. And, um, like I cannot imagine, like if you're in a situation in your life where you just, it would be better for the child to 
have a parent that's not you to like give them up for adoption and then deal with the I can't imagine it would be I I feel like you would have guilt if you were um, starting a family and you were like okay now I'm in a good place and like ready to have a kid like I feel like there would be some if not guilt then just some sort of like like I have another kid out there and I wish that they could see me now I wish that you know you obviously can't just like put pause and then come back and pick them up later when you have your life together kind of thing but um I imagine that there is a lot of heavy feelings involved if anything um so I need to get to that. A faux love story. A faux love story. I'm sorry. By Lonely. A Y Romeo and Juliet sat in a restaurant. It was very cute. I liked it. Much Ado About You by Samantha Young. This seems similar to The Bookish Life of Nina Hill by Abby Waxman. I'm not familiar with Much Ado About Nothing, but I assume it's like that. She works in a bookshop. She meets a guy. La la la. Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. Holy shit. I have never read a, a synopsis and felt so seen so shook I don't know um I assume it's about infertility or something but wow um it is about a woman who knows there's something wrong with her but she doesn't know what I think that she's dealing with like depression or something and then um something about her husband not caring about not being able to have a kid but he actually kind of does care or something um I need to read this what big teeth by Rose Sask Sasbo Katie Colson, my YouTube love, just read this and she didn't like it and it's a horror so that would already be like a no-go for me but if she would have liked it I probably would have tried to read it but no. Unfinished by Priyanka Chopra Jones, her autobiography. I'm not really sure how I feel about her to be honest. I liked Quantico but I don't think I liked her character on Quantico. I liked the little blonde girl. Um, That's all I really know about her but I do love celebrity autobiographies so we'll see. This is not the Jess show by Anna Carey. This is a young adult and it seems weird, but like a good weird. It seems like there's like something weird happening in our town. There's this weird flu and something about Apple devices and I am in. So for February, this close to okay. The one about the therapist helping the guy who's jumping off a bridge. Um, Sorrow and Bliss, the one about the girl who's dealing with infertility. And then this is not the Jess show. I am interested in the three of those for sure. The books that came out in March, The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner. This is already on my summer TBR, even though it's historical because it's about women killing their husbands and all that fun stuff. <laughs> um, Rule of Wolves by Lee Bardugo. This is part of the Grishaverse, aka like Shadow and Bone, and it's the second book, so I need to read King of Scars first, but I do want to read this. Chain of Iron by Cassandra Clare. Again, this is like very far down in a series that I want to read, but I have so many books to get through before I get to this. So we'll see. It's like the Mortal Instruments Shadowhunters series. The cover is stunning. The Dating Plan by Sarah Desai. This was my book of the month book for January. So that's fun because this came out in March. It was okay. It was not fantastic, but it was good. Actor Age, Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. This is the third book in the Brown Sister series. I have Chloe Brown on my summer TBR, so hopefully I'll get to this. I've heard that people like Eve Brown, this one, and Chloe Brown, but they don't like Danny Brown, so we'll see. But I do want to read these. Every, ba uh, uh, Every Value Break by Peter Swanson. This is a thriller, and it sounds juicy. It's about a bride on her honeymoon who's tracked down by this man that she had a one-night stand with on her bachelorette weekend, which, eek, 
It reminds me of this book that I used to be obsessed with, The Girlfriend by Harl Stein. This guy has like a perfect life and the perfect girlfriend and she goes away and he like makes out with this random girl one night just like on a whim and then she becomes obsessed with him and she won't leave him alone. It's like she loves him to death. Um, I'm very excited about this and I might go reread that R.L. Stein book too because I really liked that book. Too Good to Be True by Carola Lovering. This was my book of the month book for March. It was okay. It's like thriller light, but it wasn't a favorite. Lost in the Neverwoods by Aidan Thomas. I just heard someone talk about how boring this book was, so I probably won't read it. It's a retelling of Peter Pan, and I wanted to read it, but now I'll probably just skip it. The Final Revival of Opal and Nev by Donnie Walton. This is historical fiction, but I'm putting it here just in case um, because I've seen a lot of people talk about it. So if you need a historical fiction recommendation, go look this up. Namesake by Adrian Young. This is the second book in the Fable duology. I read Fable and Namesake like a month ago, and they were okay. They're not anything. They're not anything special, but they're like flights of fancy, you know, pirates, like whatever, very young adult, but they were okay. The Wedding Game by Megan Quinn. This sounds okay. It's an enemies to lovers situation where these two people are on this like crafting game show to compete for like a DIY wedding planner or something. I don't know. Perfect on Paper by Sophie Gonzalez. This is one that I'm super looking forward to and will be crushed if I hate. It's on my summer TBR. I actually have it right now. It's about a girl who gives advice and is trying to help this guy win back his girlfriend and then I think she either ends up falling for the guy or she ends up falling for the girl. Sweet and Better Magic by Adrian Tooley. This is heavy on fantasy. I think it's like a sapphic romance. This girl is cursed not to love so she steals and like bargains other people's love. I'm I'm slightly interested. I don't know. The Other Emily by Dean Kuntz. This is a thriller. A woman dies and her boyfriend slash husband, whatever, never got like real closure because she was presumed to be the victim of a serial killer, but like they never found her body. And then this girl shows up and she's just like the missing girl and like things get a little weird. So that sounds good. Yoke by Mary H.K. Choi. I've seen a lot of people talk about this on various book communities. It's young adult, but it seems very mature. It's about these two sisters who don't really have a relationship, and then one is diagnosed with uterine cancer, which eek. Um, So that's definitely going to go on the TBR. And I know a lot of people are really obsessed with the cover because the cover is like this bright yellow, and there's one sister on the cover and one sister on the back cover, and then their hands connect across the spine or across the pages, and that's beautiful. Um... Let's see. She's Too Pretty to Burn by Wendy Hurd. I don't fully understand what this is about, but the cover looks super fun, and I'm intrigued based on the title alone. Um, it's like a stalker, and there's dead bodies. So I don't know. Covet by Tracy Wolf. I mentioned this on my summer TBR. This is the third book in the Crave series about vampires and stuff. The Baddest Girl on the Planet by Heather Freeze. This is another one that I have no idea how to explain what it's about because it doesn't seem like it's about anything. I just really like the cover. I Think I Love You by Arlene Descombre. This sounds adorable. It's a young adult enemies to lovers between two girls who are filming a movie for a film festival and che- like cheesy rom-com cliches and stuff. I bet this is super cute. So that one's on my list as well as Every Value Break, the one about the bride who cheated on her husband on her bachelorette weekend. Perfect on Paper, which I've been obsessed with and talking about in every single podcast for the last month. And then this one I think I love you so yeah those sound super fun 
In April, we have The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. This is the same author of The Mother-in-Law, and the cover looks the exact same. I DNF'd it, and I was already pretty sure I wasn't going to read this one, but I just read the synopsis, and it sounds boring as well. Second First Impressions by Sally Thorne. I have this on my summer TBR, and I also have this from the library right now, but I don't feel like I'm actually that interested in reading it. We'll see. It's just a romance, la la la, whatever. House of Hollow by Crystal Sutherland. This is a fantasy, and I don't really know. Something bad happened to these people as kids, and they're like working through memories. This would be a cover read for me. The cover is super captivating. What Comes After by Joanne Tompkins. This seems like little fires everywhere, sort of. I'm not super interested, but it's there. These boys die, and then these people are dealing with what it means, la la la, whatever. Dial A for Aunties by Jesse Q. Santano. This seems like it could potentially have Finley Donovan vibes. The cover turned me off. I've seen it on Bookstagram and I was not interested at all, but then I read the synopsis and now it sounds really fun. It's like this girl accidentally kills her blind date and then her aunts help cover it up and then there's something about a wedding and I love when people accidentally kill people. I think that's so fun. Mother May I by Jocelyn Jackson. I was interested in this based on the cover, but the synopsis sounds weird. It's like this woman has the perfect family and then a witch steals her baby. And I was like, huh, a witch? This seems like a very regular book. And then the witch element is really throwing me off. Good Company by Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. This is contemporary fiction. Something about this woman discovers her husband's missing wedding ring is in an envelope at her best friend's house. Oh my God, it's Josie. The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary. I've heard a lot of people like Beth O'Leary's books, but I haven't read any of them. And this one actually seems very similar to my favorite book ever, Two Way Street. So I'm very interested. It's about this girl who goes to a wedding and she gets rear-ended by this guy who happens to be her ex-boyfriend who is also going to the wedding and then her car is totaled. So he and his friend have to give her and her friend a ride and they have to deal with their relationship issues. And I'm very interested to see if this is like an adult version of two-way street because that would be fantastic um my friend sarah just read it and i know she really loved it so i'm interested to see if i like it as well Mirrorland by carol johnstone this sounds interesting but it also sounds kind of scary so i'm not sure if i'm gonna read it it's about these two twins who make up this place called Mirrorland, and that is something or like they did this when they were children and that's where like all the creepy clowns and all the scary things they would put into Mirrorland. And then one of the twins goes missing as an adult. And I think it's like supposed to be like she's in Mirrorland. It's compared to Gone Girl and Room, which I liked both of those. But this gives me very spooky vibes. So I don't know. Malice by Heather Walter. This is interessante. It's a Sleeping Beauty retelling where Maleficent is in love with Aurora. And I think that is super fun. She Drives Me Crazy, crazy by Kelly Quindlin. Katie Colson just talked about this book, so I was already kind of interested. It's about a basketball player and a cheerleader and their, like, toxic past relationships and then their relationship together. They're both girls. Don't ask me why all the books I'm interested in reading are sapphic romances. I couldn't tell you. You Love Me by Carolyn Kepnes. This is the third book in the You series. I just read it. It was very good. I really enjoyed these books and the show. I'm very excited for the third season to come out. The Infinity Courts by Akimi Don Bowman. This is a fantasy that seems like it could be good. This 18-year-old has a really good life and then she's murdered on the way to a party for her. And then she's stuck in this kingdom of the afterlife. I don't know. Meet Me in Another Life by Katarina Silve. This sounds so interesting. It's a romance about two people who end up together in multiple lifetimes. Like 
their friends, their enemies in one, they're in a relationship in one, their coworkers in one. Like this sounds super cute. Other People's Children by R.J. Hoffman. This seems like a book that would wreck me. It's about three women, one woman who wants to have a child and can't, a woman who is giving up her child for adoption and she's giving it to the woman who can't have children. And then the third woman is the pregnant woman's mother and she has her own ideas about what should happen with the baby when it's born. Bring on the tears, I'm here. The Perfect Daughter by DJ Palmer. This is a thriller. This woman's teenager is locked up in a psychiatric hospital for killing someone. And I think she's reflecting on her faults and like all the things that have happened. And there's something about multiple personalities. The Intimacy Experiment by Rosie Dannon. This is the second book in a book series. The first is The Roommate, which is a rom-com where these two strangers end up living together. Both of these are on my TBR, but whatever. Kisses and Croissants by Anne-Sophia Johanu something. This seems like a really fun summer young adult book in France. I think my friend Sarah just read it though and I think she only gave it three stars so we'll see. The End of Men by Christina Sweetie Bard. I have a feeling this was COVID inspired. It's about a virus in 2025 that only kills men and then women have to figure out how to save them. The Bookstore on the Beach by Brenda Novak. This book looks like the quintessential beach read and I am here for it. This woman's husband has been missing for like a year and a half and to like help her kids cope, she's going to to the beach for the summer and she like learns things about her daughter and her mom and they're dealing with things and I'm here for all the family drama and coping and healing. I'm here for it. The Mary Shelley Book Club. That's a lie. The Mary Shelley Club by Goldie Moldovsky. Katie Colson read this and she said it was kind of boring, so that's out, but I think it sounds fun. It's about pranking people, but not pranking people in like a funny joking way. It's like pranking people to like scare the shit out of them, like really make them scared. I don't think I could handle reading this book, but if that's for you. Sophia, Princess Among Beasts by James Patterson. Has James Patterson wrote a fantasy book before? Wait, did he write Maximum Ride? I think I had those books and I only read like one chapter. Hmm whoops anyway this is about this girl who finds all these like nightmarish beasts and they end up being real I don't know but it's going on the TBR because it's James Patterson and if he writes things other than James Patterson typical books I'm kind of here for it so um so out of all those books The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary I want to get to She Drives Me Crazy by Kelly Quinlan um Meet Me in Another Life this is the one about the people that keep meeting in different lifetimes other people's children with the dot with the girl and the pregnant lady and the whatever um the bookstore on the beach for sure that seems so beachy if i have time this summer i would like to read it while i'm in summer vibes in the month of may the books that came out were the people we meet on vacation by emily henry i read this i hated it thanks the last thing you told me by laura dave i loved this go read it Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. This guy wrote The Martian, which I haven't read, but it's on my TBR. And this is another space mission situation. I think he was like left in space for a really long time or something. I don't know. The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. I read this. I liked it. Ariadne by Jennifer Saint. This is one of my book of the month picks and I need to read it pronto. It's on my summer TBR, so hopefully I'll get to it. Local Woman Missing by Mary Kubica. I feel like Mary Kubica is just kind of so-so, but I'm sure this will probably be decent. It's about a bunch of women that go missing in a town, and then 11 years later, one of the women shows back up. Like, can you even imagine? That Summer by Jennifer Weiner. A woman ends up getting an email accidentally and forms a friendship with this 
woman that it was supposed to go to. It reminds me of a simple favor because the main character is like a soccer mom and the other character is like a boss ass bitch. So I feel like it's kind of like simple favor vibes. The Next Wife by Kiara Ruda. This gives me Taryn Fisher vibes hardcore. This woman's husband leaves her for another woman, but then there's like something wrong with their situation. I don't know. I'm curious. I can't, I don't really understand, but I'm very curious. Arsenic and Adobo by Mia P. Mansala. I saw this book on Book of the Month, and it's like this food critic drops dead in a restaurant, and this girl's the only suspect, even though she didn't kill him. It mentions Agatha Christie, and even though I haven't read anything by Agatha Christie, I'm interested. Hardstopper Volume 4 by Alice Oseman. This is obviously the fourth book in the series. They're graphic novels, and Katie Coulson is obsessed with them, so I finally requested the first one from the library, and we'll see how it goes. It's about these two boys that fall in love, and she's just always so teary-eyed and happy when she reads them, so I want to have those feelings. The Hunting Wives by Mae Cobb. Something about this cover made me need to read this. I have no idea why. It is so captivating, and I'm reading it now, and I'm absolutely loving it. Sorrow Land by River Solomon. Again, Katie Coulson read this book and loved it. I am obsessed with her. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Anyways, it's a fantasy. It's about a woman who escapes from a compound and she gives birth to twins and then she's being hunted. Let's go. Tokyo Ever After by Amiko Jones. I feel like this is... Oh, Amiko Jean. Sorry. I feel like this is similar to the plot of my almost fabulous Tokyo dream life or something like that. And I didn't end up liking that but I feel like this is also kind of mixed with the Princess Diaries. It's about this girl who lives in California and finds out her dad is the Prince of Japan. Japan has royalty. Who knew? Sounds cute. Counting Down to You by Tashi Buhuin. This sounds like to all the boys I loved before, like a young adult fake dating situation. The Ones We're Meant to Find by Joan He is some sort of dystopian society after people have tried like protecting the planet from climate change and they're dealing with like all of the fallout so that sounds interesting and I'm here for it um just last night by Mahari McFarlane is a romance romance ish book it's about four friends one of the friends likes the other and there's like earth shattering things that happen or secrets are revealed or something which sounds like a pretty good contemporary the Gunkle by Stephen Rowley sounds, um, it stands for Gay Uncle. I thought it looked cheesy because it's called Gunkle, but it actually sounds pretty good. It's about this uncle who ends up having to take custody of his niece and nephew when their parents die, and he's like way in over his head. Um, where the Green Grass, or Where the Green Grass Grows, Where the Grass is Green and the Girls Are Pretty by Lauren Weisberger. I really liked this. It was fun. How Lucky by Will Leach. This was another book of the month club book that I didn't pick, but I read it anyway, and it was really good. Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's historical fiction-ish, and I still don't feel like Taylor Jenkins Reid is my jam, but I've heard a lot of buzz about it. It's about these four surfer siblings, so we'll see. Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. I mentioned this on my summer TBR and it sounds very cute. Cool for the Summer by Dahlia Adler. I'm reading this right now and it's fun. It's about this girl who has always had a crush on the star of the football team, but then she finds herself daydreaming about this girl that she spent the summer with. So she's kind of like torn in between both of them. The Secret Bridesmaid by Katie Birchall. I feel like this book looks fun and seems fun, but I feel like it actually is a book I would DNF. It's about this girl who's a hired bridesmaid, and she basically is like the wedding planner, but then she stands in as a pretend friend. The cover is adorable, and I really like the idea, but something about it, I just feel like I'm not going to like it. 
The Girl with Stars in Her Eyes by Zio Axelrod. This is another one that I just like the cover. It's about this girl trying to be a rock star, but the cover is really all I care about. The Photographer by Mary Dixie Carter. This girl's hired to take pictures at a children's birthday party, and then she decides that she wants this life, and she manipulates her way into their lives. And yes, I fucking love books like this. The Siren by Catherine St. John is on my summer TBR. It's about the actor and actress who are exes on an island and they're filming a movie and there's like a hurricane or something. Take Me Home Tonight by Morgan Matson, also on my summer TBR about two girls in New York City without their phones for the night. A Special Place for Women by Laura Hankin. This looks so juicy. It's about this elite women's club. Like people like Rihanna have been there and there's this journalist that's trying to get the scoop and she's trying to bring it down from the inside because I guess it's bad. I'm here for it. I have not heard anybody talk about this. I don't know why this looks so good. Excuse me while I ugly cry by Joya Goffney. I tried to get this book from Neck Alley, but I didn't get it. It's this young adult book where this girl makes lists of all of her fears and things. And then it gets put out onto Instagram and there's like mean girl vibes the ivies by alexia dawn this is a young adult thriller about five girls who will do anything to get into an ivy league school even if that means like knocking other girls out of the competition and it feels like a very cutthroat gossip girl sun kissed by casey west this looks like a very fluffy young adult romance a family is bonding over the summer and the main character is dreading it but she meets a guy and it's a beachy book it's my jam some Girls Do by Jennifer Dugan. This is also on my summer TBR about two girls who fall in love, a young adult romance. Last Chance Books by Kelsey Rodkey. This is a book owner versus a new book owner across the street, and it's like an enemies to lovers situation. The Invisible Husband of Frick Island by Colleen Oakley. This looks sad. It's about this woman whose husband dies and she can't cope. So instead, she just continues to live her life as if he's still alive. Like she keeps making him dinner. She like walks him to work every day at the docks. And the whole town just goes along with it because they care about this woman. And it's like a small town. And then this journalist comes to town and he sees all this happening and he makes a story about it. And I feel like this potentially could be sad as fuck. So of all of those, I feel like there were a lot that came out in May. Um, Local Woman Missing by Mary Kubica, where this woman comes back after 11 years of all these people have been missing. The Next Wife, which is the one I feel like would be like very juicy, like a quick read like Taryn Fisher, where this like woman's husband leaves her and then like, I guess maybe leaves his next wife as well. I don't know. The Photographer, where the girl like takes pictures of this family and then like tries to get into their family. That sounds amazing. A Special Place for Women. This is about the elite society of women. I also think like The Invisible Husband of Frick Island, maybe. But I think that this would take me a little bit to read just because it's like contemporary or whatever. So then we have all the books in the month of June. So The Maidens by Alex Michaelitis. We stand Alex Michaelitis on this account. Go read it. One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. I did not enjoy this book at all. I feel like it's highly talked about, but I don't feel like it was any good. Survive the Night by Riley Sager. A lot of people are excited about this book, but I still have not read a Riley Sager book, and I just don't know. It's about this guy that thinks he's in a car with a serial killer or something. I don't know. For the Wolf by Hannah F. Witten. This is a fantasy, and it seems kind of interesting. The first line says, the first daughter is for the throne. The second daughter is for the wolf. It's like a little Red Riding Hood retelling, and the wolf is a man, and the girl has magic, and like secondborns are sacrificed. I don't know. Ace of Spades by Farida Abiki Ayamidi. 
It's a young adult thriller about a private school where someone is sending out anonymous secrets like Gossip Girl or like One of Us is Lying. Golden Girl by Eileen Hildebrand, the queen of beach reads. This is about a woman who's in a car accident and she dies and she goes to heaven or wherever and she's given this opportunity to adjust three things that happen on earth and all three of her kids are in this situation that she might need to like help them through something. So I'm interested, I can't lie. Neon Gods by Katie Robert. I don't know if I can resist a Greek retelling, honestly. It's about Persephone and Hades. She makes a deal with Hades to get away from Zeus, and then her and Hades fall in love, and I like it. Instructions for Dancing by Nicola Yoon. Nicola Yoon wrote Everything, Everything, and The Sun is Also a Star. This is about a girl who gets visions of people's relationships, how they start and how they'll end, and it scares her, and she's like falling in love with this guy, and she's not sure. The Box in the Woods by Maureen Johnson. This is the fourth book in the Truly Devious series, but I didn't like that book, so I don't think I'll be reading any of the others. But I have seen a lot of people talking about this one, so I don't know. It seems like they like this one the most. To Sir With Love by Lauren Lynn. Don't ask me why I want to read this. It's a story I've read before. It's a girl who starts chatting with this guy online, and she doesn't realize that she knows the guy in real life, and they don't get along. I literally just read the same story in Alex approximately, and I didn't like it, but... This girl is running a champagne store, so I'm like, I want to see how that goes. Blood Like Magic by Liesl Sambury. This girl is a witch, and she fails her magic test, so she gets a second chance. But to earn her magic, she has to kill her first love. And she doesn't have a love, so first she has to find him and then figure it out from there. And, like, this time with her second chance, like, all of her family will lose their magic if she fails. So it's, like, higher stakes. I don't know. Blood Like – oh, that's what I just read. Blood Like Magic. The Last Goodbye by Fiona Lucas is a romance book. This woman's husband dies and then she randomly calls his phone to listen to his voicemail and someone new has his phone number and she like built a relationship with this guy and then he has a secret and I'm assuming it's connected to her husband. And the last one is Sky is Falling by Mia McKenzie. I actually have this book from the library right now as well. A woman donates all of her eggs and then a 12 year old shows up and she tells her that she's an egg. So I want to read that. Um, I want to read, what else do I want to read? Some, I'm, this wasn't like a hot month. I feel like that's kind of the only one that stands out. So those are June. I feel like, like May was like the hot book month. I wonder if there are specific months that are like hot book publishing months. It would make sense for May to be one of those months because then those are all the books that people want to bring on their summer vacations. So I have about 15 books or so, 30 books, who knows, to add to my TBR at this moment in time. And I maybe what I'll do is I'll read them. And then if I do end up getting through a decent chunk of them at some point, then maybe I can do a catch up or whatever. Or maybe I'll just catch up when I do my wrap ups and whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I do think it was really fun to do this though. It was really fun to like go look through all the books that came out and the books that people were like really anticipating and really excited about and whatever. So I definitely think I'll do this again for July through December. I just don't know if I'm going to do it now or if I'll do it in December. I feel like I should do it in December because I feel like people get excited about books like the closer to the time. I'm not really sure, but I feel like that's kind of how it goes. So I think maybe I'll save this for December maybe I'll do it in September. Who freaking knows? But I think this is really exciting and I am really excited to get some, some of these books. It's fun to get like ideas 
Um, it kind of felt a little bit like walking through a bookstore, to be honest, because that's kind of a thing that I do. I used to walk through a bookstore and then I would just like make a list in my notes app of all the books that I wanted to read. I would just go through and read all the covers and make a list that way. And then I would like have lists and lists and lists and lists of hundreds of books on my phone and then I would never do anything with them. So maybe because I'm doing this um, via my computer, maybe I can actually make a real list and add these to my Goodreads and um, then I will actually get to them. So we'll see. Until next time, I hope that I gave you something exciting to read. I hope that at least one of these sounded interesting and you go pick it up and read it. And um, we can have great reading experiences together this summer. Until next time, friends. Ciao.